So you saw the title of this podcast and you clicked on it. And I'm pretty sure you thought to yourself, I wonder what kind of freaky, disgusting, nasty, kinky shit I could possibly learn today. And you know what? You are absolutely correct. But this podcast isn't just about sex. It's about things that I think are sexy. And who am I? Well, I'm your gracious host, V the Only Letter. And we're going to talk about a variety of topics on this podcast, like uh, politics, religion, sex, and smegma. Yeah, we're going to talk about dick cheese. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thanks. Jasmine. Hello, Vincent. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> Good afternoon. How are you? I'm tired. How okay. are you? Tired. Mm-hmm. A little bit chilly, but mm-hmm. I think with the the, sh- the shots of um, Pendleton Canadian I'm whiskey. Tired, and I am in the mood for stuff I will not say on the podcast. Oh, okay, but. Well, this podcast is for things that you would... Oh, so I can say it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm in the mood to make another baby. So, hi. (laughs) You see, because now you you, you done got the right one on your podcast. I'm a little inappropriate, so this is going to be really fun because, you know... Only if you've heard every other episode of the podcast. I'm pretty sure... Yeah. We would have a lot of fun. Okay. On this podcast. So, so... (laughs) Cause you don't got me started. Okay, so we have two shots of whiskey, uh, and I got you started. That's perfect. Good afternoon. What's going on, everybody? My name is V. The Only Letter. I am the host of the Oh That Sexy podcast. I am here with Jasmine, and she's giggling right now because of the intro. <laughs> because you're a fucking intro. <laughs> I'm V. The Only Letter. Well, that's my name. No, your name is fucking Vincent. Sorry. Yeah, we're going to have to block that one out. Don't worry about it. We're still rolling. We're definitely going to have to block that out. But, but I'm happy that you're here. And I'm happy that you're um, part of this podcast. It's pretty, it's pretty important. I never did a podcast before, so this is interesting. Yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. I think it's good when you... Um, when you have good conversations with people that mm-hmm. you want to talk to, mm-hmm. especially when it's over things like drinks or something like that. Or yeah, food. I mean, because drinks, once the drinks start flowing, that's when the conversation Stations really gets real. Amazing. And shout out so. to the, the drink of the episode. It's, uh, as I said before, Pendleton Blended Canadian Whiskey. So that's a Canadian whiskey, pretty much. I feel like that, I, I mean, I don't drink whiskey, yeah. but for some reason that seems to be very strong. Oh, it's the Canadian whiskeys are one of the strongest ones. Yeah, they drink that a lot of down. Well, I said down there, up there, whatever. In can, in Canada? Yeah, I never <laughs> been to Canada. So I you don't should know. you should you should plan a trip. I heard Canada is actually really fun, but um, I mean, I wouldn't mind going. You should plan a trip to Canada. It's one of the most beautiful places you could ever. Yeah, go. I know. I had a friend from um college that went out there. His family is out there, and um, what co- what co- Wait, did we go to the same college? I went to Queensboro, so, so the I. year that I went, yeah. you wasn't there. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I was. You I was, was living life. You you were with Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know. No 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 um, Canada is a beautiful uh Canada is a beautiful place. The the club life is really expensive. Yeah, though. I um I was told that the food is good, that the people are more friendlier there. And Extremely. like, you know, you don't really hear too much bad things with Canada. And they're very liberal. Like, Extremely. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, 
it's just it's a it's a good environment to be in but i definitely would want to make a trip out there eventually and i also heard i don't know if i want to say this on your podcast same thing you want okay so i've heard that they have like this weed um like are you afraid to talk about drugs on this podcast (laughs) do not be afraid you have no idea how many people want to talk about and have talked about drug experiences listen i was just trying to be careful no there's no need to be careful you know i'm from south side jamaica queen so (laughs) listen i don't rat i ain't six nine exactly (laughs) you feel me like i ain't writing shit so All I'm saying but is no, I'm just trying no. to be careful. No, know, no, no, I don't, no, I don't but, know your track record. I don't know what you do. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, I have. But, um, I, I don't have a track record. Okay, well that's good. But I'm just saying, you know, I don't know if people watching me, you know, if I got a track record or not. Uh, um. You know what? But I ain't got no track record, but I'm just saying if I did. You if know, you did, right. I got to be like Ghost. I got to move, you know, a different way. I ain't Dre. I ain't no stitch. No, but Ghost did get shot. Go, uh, Ghost. Uh, Ghost did get shot. He did get shot, but he got shot because he had haters. But the way he maneuver, mm-hmm. he maneuver like a ghost. Like he's like, nah, I'm 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 here, but I'm not. That's deep. You know what I'm saying? I like that's, why that he, that's why that's why that's why his name is Ghost. <laughs> exactly. That's what, people don't even don't even realize. They that. don't even they know because think about it. But you see, real real street niggas, you don't have them on social media. They because they doing things that you don't even know half of the shit that they're doing because they're not posting it. Yeah. That's the problem with social media. That's what I really wanted to get into, actually. You, social so let's talk media. about it. My problem is that it's a lot of fronters on social media. You Agreed. got people that make it seem like they are a bunch of millionaires. They make all this money, yet they sleeping on a fucking air mattress. Yeah. They got roaches and rats and fucking squirrels and shit all in they fucking homes. I've never seen the squirrels, but the roaches nah, and rats. the squirrels. The squirrels come I've never too. seen the squirrels. Nah, the squirrels, that's how, that's what I'm pretty much saying that's how dirty they are. Yeah. Because it's like, my thing is, yeah. everybody on social media is not rich. So when you come on social media and you just see a bunch of people that you know personally and you like, yo, you're not even really like that. Like, you don't even, you don't own this car. You don't you don't have no Birkin bag. Right. You don't own this. You don't own that. Why front? I, you know what it is. I just, I just think it, people want to. But you got to think about it. Like people want to feel. People like attention. That's the problem. It's attention. But people like. But like. people enjoy attention. But the problem with attention is that it causes certain things to happen. I agree. With like you. my thing is never flash your money online. That's a lot of things. That's that's a lot of stuff that I see online is a lot of people flash their money. Don't ever flash your money. Nobody needs to know what's in my bank account. Okay. Because at the end of the day, you know, half of these people that's fronting on the on the gram or Snapchat or Instagram. I'm, well, I said gram. So, I mean. Yeah. On Facebook. You know, on Facebook. Twitter, it's like Twitter. Whatever. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like, you know, there's no need to. Because at the end of the day, there's people that are out here really hustling and getting to that bag. And then you got people that's just trying to fake it till they make it. And it's not cool. You know, my thing is why you want attention so bad. Because at the end of the day, because attention <clears throat> makes you feel good. My thing is attention do make you feel good, but not the bad attention. You want the right attention. You want people to see like, yeah, okay, I worked hard for this shit. You know, the problem with social media is that people take things and twist it into something that is not, and it's not cool. Like, I I totally agree like with relationships. That. Okay. Okay. If he doesn't post me. It's a problem. Why does he have to post you? Why? I mean, if y'all in a relationship and he knows y'all in a relationship, he's claiming you, he's calling you his girlfriend. Why does he have to post you? Maybe he's a private person. Maybe he doesn't want to post certain things. Maybe he wants to keep his relationship the way it is. I mean, he doesn't necessarily have to post you. You know, my thing is if you you don't post me... It's a problem. If you don't put me on your Snapchat or if you don't put me on your Instagram or if you don't put me on your Facebook or wherever the case may be, it's a problem. Oh, he's cheating or you're talking. No, there are a lot of people. There, I wouldn't say a lot. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, there's a lot that are very private and just post things to post things on social media, but they don't want their relationships being posted. Me, I feel like I'm one of them. 
Like, everybody who knows me personally know, yeah, I'll post, you know, I would post my boyfriend if I have one. I would post them. But at the same time, I'm not going to post every little damn thing like this. But again, but it goes back, but it goes back to the point of what attention is. Attention is a really gratifying. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Attention is a really gratifying emotion to enjoy. Everybody likes attention. Right. Everybody likes attention to the point where when they get it and it's overwhelming, like, right. like it's like say for instance, if you're standing on a stage and you're about to perform mm-hmm. for something, mm-hmm. people get a lot of stage fright because that's in a very immense mm-hmm. amount of attention exactly. at one point in time and they can't handle it. I mean, yeah, that's you know that's stage fright, but I'm saying like as far as like okay, but attention on social. People, uh, I have, let me tell you something. Okay, I remember. I had this one person on Facebook. I don't even know their name, but I had I have this one person on my Facebook. Okay. They don't look <laughs> like how they look in person. Let me just say that. I this. think that's a lot of people. There uh, there are I mean there are so many people that you see on social media like, yo, yo, he look mad good or she look mad good. You see them in person like, it's like what, trash. The, what the what the fuck? Because it's filters, there's angles. Right. It's it's the way that the picture is. I took. personally don't have no I don't understand you know, it's just and then another thing that's bad is that social media has gone to the point where parents are now even posting them beating their children. Like you don't need to post that. Did you see the? Did yes, you see the I video saw the, of the video. Of the I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw the video of the of the woman taking her son out to school and going to beat him, and she had someone filming it. I personally disagree with that shit, and let me tell you why. One, I'm a parent myself. Okay. I don't need to film me disciplining my kid. That's one. Two, I don't have to show out. I feel like she just wanted attention. She wanted likes. She wanted shares. And it's like, what do you, you can't do that. I un- okay, okay. You can't, you want to, okay, discipline your kid. Granted, discipline your kid. But why do you have to post it on social media? But okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, because we're running. Let's slow down a little bit. Okay. The disciplinary actions that I've seen on social media outside of the violence Mm -hmm. have been model examples of how to properly discipline a child. Right. I think there are very good ways of reprimanding a child without physically abusing them. For one, a father, and some people may look at this and say, this is pretty bad, but Mm -hmm. a father made his son walk to school every day mm-hmm. he was getting rides to school back and forth every mm-hmm. single day mm-hmm. they figured out that his behavior was a problem so his father followed him in the truck to make sure that he jogged to school every single day mm-hmm. because his behavior was an issue mm-hmm. and he told his son that it's a privilege mm-hmm. for you to one go to school mm-hmm. it's a privilege for you to two live in my home mm-hmm. rent free and it's also a privilege for you to get a car, get a car ride mm-hmm. to school. Mm-hmm. These are great examples. On maybe the middle tier of that, mm-hmm. here's an example of a father who said, you're focusing all your attention and your energy mm-hmm. on this PS4. You're playing all these video games. Mm-hmm. You're not doing your schoolwork. Mm-hmm. You're missing assignments. You're not taking accountability. Mm-hmm. I want you to destroy your PS4. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? And he, but now, mind you, this is being recorded and posted on Facebook. That's my. But he wants his son to p- answer the question. What do you think about that? I personally just feel like there's no need to post it on social media. If you're disciplining your kid, let let you discipline your kid in private. My thing is, you post it on social media. You know it's gonna get a ton. Is you know it's gonna get tons of likes. Right. You know it's gonna get tons of shares. You know it's gonna go viral. Next thing you know, you're gonna get recognized out in the public. Like, yo, you that person from the video. You was telling us. You're gonna get clout. Shoot, there's some people that have gotten famous off of freaking making videos. My thing is, social media is corrupting a lot of people's minds. It's a lot of mindset. I, I don't disagree with you. I, I, because my thing is, okay, if I have to discipline my child, I'm not going to film it. One, I'm too busy disciplining you. Why do I have to take the time out to pull out my phone and be like, oh, 
Okay, so this is what I'm going to do today, y'all. Today, world, I'm going to beat my daughter's ass because she skipped school. Or I'm going to beat my son's ass because he skipped school. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like that's necessary to film. Back, back, around our time, your mother didn't film when she had to discipline you. Nobody My did. mom didn't film me Nobody when she did. had to discipline me. I mean, I never really got disciplined like that because I didn't give her issues. Right. But I'm just saying, you know, for example, when I go, when if I she got, did have to discipline me, she wouldn't have to pull out her phone and film it. That's the problem nowadays is that everything has to be recorded and posted online. And then, you know, you have people that take it into the wrong way. They're like, oh, you're abusing your kid. And it's like now you're getting negative attention. Some are positive, some are negative. You don't need everybody in your business. You don't need everybody to know how you discipline your kid. As long as you're not abusing your kid, but if you're disciplining them in a way that you want them to get it and to not do it anymore, then why film it? That's embarrassing. I wouldn't want my mom filming while she's disciplining me because now you're posting it online. All my friends are going to see it. The family is going to see it. It's going to be like, yo, like, come on, like discipline me in private like you're supposed to. I mean, that's like a husband and wife. Mm. That's like them posting their business out online. Yeah, and a I lot of yeah, a lot of marriage, cu- a, a lot of married couple. I said marriage. See, that's that whiskey. A lot of married <laughs> couples. <laughs> a lot of married couples nowadays don't take marriage seriously. And I'm kind of going a little off topic here. But no, but it's I'm right, just though. saying that. We don't talk from drugs to social media <laughs> to, to married marriage couples. So with married couples, like they don't take marriage seriously nowadays. Like I'm not saying that you have to. I think there's more. It's more to just. It's more to just you know saying to, I do. Yes, that's I, the but, thing. Okay, you have so, to. You have to go with your vows. Hold, like you. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I think that there's more. I think social media plays. I don't think it plays as big a role as you think it might. Mm-hmm. It plays a role. It, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd give it, you know, 20, 30 mm-hmm. percent. I think when it comes to something like marriage, I think when it comes to something like marriage, I think what ends up happening about marriage is I think people get focused on the wedding and not the marriage. Mm-hmm. I think people get caught up in the rapture of being claimed mm-hmm. and not the work that goes into the marriage. Right, exactly. I think people I think people get caught up in the idea of mm-hmm. I have a ring mm-hmm. and I'm somebody I'm somebody's wife, wife I'm somebody's exactly. husband right. and but they don't think like shit, I'm really somebody's wife. That's the I'm thing. Like, you husband. you see husband. these old couples and you, you know, you. I always used to wonder, like, dang, like, how they stay together for so long? They, they, they just, they and work they, that shit. They had to work a lot of stuff out. Now, don't get me wrong. You don't have to take anyone's shit. If you feel like you're unhappy and you feel like it's just not working out and you've tried a bunch of times, all right, go your separate ways. But please... Don't post your business online. That's the problem nowadays that because we have social media, Mm -hmm. people tend to post things where it gets corrupted into something totally different. Like you're posting your business, you're posting your money, you're posting your your relationship business, your family business, your Mm -hmm. this, your that. It's like, my God, you don't even have a private life anymore because you're too busy posting it. The time you're taking to post is the time you could take out to work, whatever you got going on with your family, you know, your husband, your wife, whoever, posting uh, it's videos with baby mama drama and Mm -hmm. it's videos with husband's um, court cheating a wife caught cheating and it's just too much where it becomes it's like okay i feel like if we didn't have social media parties would be different because when you go to the club now nobody dance nobody let me tell you something no one dances I went to the or club. girls dance with each other yeah let me tell you something so recently i went to a halloween party okay with my friends we all dancing like we all dancing on each other quick Anna shook this ass about 50,000 times and ain't no dude, maybe like one or two came up to me and wanted to dance. I mean, when I tell you that dudes is just standing on a wall on a phone trying to look cool. When I used to go to parties when I was younger before all this social media shit, we danced. 
Now it's like everybody on their phone, everybody on filming on Snapchat. Don't get me wrong, I film on I film on Snapchat when I'm right. out, but I definitely know how to put that phone down and be like, all right, now back to fun. Like you know, because at the end of the day, regardless without my phone, I'm still having fun. fun. But it's like girls be dancing nowadays, and guys don't even be interested. Like damn, like not gonna get behind her and dance. You know what I'm but saying? But what hurts is, but see, the thing about uh, clubs nowadays is really it's not. The same, but anymore. it's but it's horrible people, social dynamics. People come there to just stand and look cute. Yes, guys go there to be flashy, to be in a section, flashing their money. You know, yes, just showing off jewelry that's probably not even theirs or fake. Um, yes, just keep going, just to post on social media like, yeah, we out here, we lit, whatever. Keep going. Um, <laughs> so keep going. Keep going. Um, you know, girls, they be going there broke as hell, don't have no way to get back home. Keep going. Trying to be in another nigga's section. Keep going. Get they fucking hookah and shit. Like it's yeah. it's fake. It's fake. It's, it's fake. It's, it's not real. It's not a real sad. It's not a really good. Genuine. When was the last time you went to a party and there was no phone? No, no, no. When was the last time you went to a party and you genuinely had a really good time? Let me tell you, I've had good times each time I went out to the club. That's what but I'm I mean. Saying. But I mean, like, like a genuine good time, like a oh, like man, a time where even... you're like, yo, if I can go back in time and relive that. Oh man, okay. Let me tell you. I had the best, oh, it was my 20th birthday. I went to Reggae Fest at BB King's in uh, Manhattan. How um, long ago was this? That was 2015. I had turned 20. Is BB King still open? They, I think they are. I'm not too sure. I haven't been out there, but they had Reggae Fest. Okay. And um, Reggae Fest, I heard, is pretty crazy. Nah, <laughs> I've been plenty of time, but... That one time, the first time that we went, it was me and my friends, and um, we went, and man, when I tell you, I was, first of all, it was my birthday, I had the crown on, so I was the center of attention, that's one, I mean, it was just lit, because it was nothing but good vibes, we started partying with random people, see, that's me, like, when I get drunk, not even when I'm drunk, but like, when I'm at a club, I don't, that's an... Well, before you I even get, to, before I, I even get to that part, right. let me just say that it was the best time. Like it was fun. Like we wasn't on our phones. We was just dancing, drinking, just having the time of our life, meeting people. Like we was just having friends at the club. It was like, yo, it's not lit. Like when I came home, I was so tired. I woke up, my body was achy. I was like, dang, we had a good we had a great time. 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 You know, and um, the topic that I was about to get in—well, not you, topic, hold on, but, but I want to ask you a question. Do you think it's because you party in New York, or do you think it? I have partied in. Or do you a, think it's like universally like I w- think within a generation of people? I, that's the way that it is. I can't speak. Well, I really can't speak for other states because I haven't. The um, other parties that I've been to, as far as in another state, is in North Carolina. How was that? How was that? How was that? I at, think it's. I as think it's kind of. Um, I think they're more friendlier. Um, I definitely think that I had more of a better time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a New Yorker, so I'm used to. You the, know, New York the New York way, way oh, the, yeah. the style, the dancing, like the way they dance and stuff was a little bit different. But I definitely can say that we did have fun. Um, but I think it's the same thing. I think anywhere you go nowadays, there's you go to a club, there's chicks giving you the stank look for no reason. They don't even know you in New York. In New York, yeah. giving you the stank look, like damn, I fuck your man's or something. Nah, I don't even know you, sis. Like I don't know you. You got. I think. I've partied in, I've partied in D.C. Mm-hmm. I've partied in Maryland. Mm-hmm. I've partied in Orlando. Mm-hmm. I've partied in, mm-hmm. um, Connecticut. Okay, so you had some experience, but like, how was it though? Like, do you DC, think it was D- better party, than New partying York? Partying in D.C. is very um. When you're from New York, when you're from New York, you usually, if you're a male and you're from New York, you're usually mm. waiting for something to pop the fuck all the way off, right? So, like, 
when you're waiting for something to pop off, the way that you move and the way that you carry yourself is um kind of like aggressive. You know what I mean? Like you're just waiting for like something to happen. Partying in DC, nothing happens. I don't know what it is because DC used to be. Yeah, I've DC's heard DC. Crazy. Yeah, I've heard DC, DC is has, DC is crazy. But like club vibes, mm-hmm. everyone is so laid back, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like really nice. Mm-hmm. Maryland is a whole nother vibe. Maryland mm-hmm. is very um Maryland is very clickish. Maryland is when you when you go into the club, mm-hmm. everyone stares and when you're the outsider, everyone stares and they look really intensely and they mm-hmm. try to see where you from where you from yeah that's that's how it was kind of when i went to greensboro it was like all right she from new york because one thing is that i get really dressed up when i'm going out to the club my cousin she doesn't get they come dressed in up. like she comes in like sandals and like like she dresses cute don't get me wrong she'll wear heels but like she um i mean cuz she even gets asked like are you from new york because she doesn't even i don't want to make a like a ignorant statement here but like she doesn't sound like she's from Greensboro. This Greensboro but she gets dressed up and when we go to the club down there she and was I in. partied in Greensboro too it was pretty cool yeah it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool I mean the thing is it's not even I'm not gonna say that it's everyone you know I just say like majority of the people that's there is yeah. like okay but I can definitely say that my 20th birthday I've had a good ass time like Myrtle it, Beach it is weird fun. to party at I never went to Myrtle Beach. It's a um, very couple. It's a very couple spot. Yeah, I was told. I mean, I've heard Myrtle Beach is fun, but I've it's, never. But been it's there. weird to Myrtle Beach partying is a very weird environment. Mm-hmm. It's Long Island with just no New York familiarity. Like, does that make sense? Like, it's like you're partying. You're partying with a mixed group of cultures, but it's mm-hmm. like in New York, everyone is behaving in a New York fashion. So it's like. You're home, but you're not but home. But you're not home. Yeah. And, like, Myrtle Beach, it's like, you're not home mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And it's when you stand out, you stand all the way the fuck out. And it's very mm-hmm. awkward. I mean, as far as that, but, but I Orlando, just feel Orlando's like... even weirder. I just feel like, like, years ago, like, even before my time, I feel like it was much better as far as partying-wise versus how it is now because everybody is just... Like into their phones, dudes is not even trying to dance with females no yeah, more. Yeah, because you shut us down in the club and you make a public public spectacle. That's of the it. see, that's the problem. See, me personally, I'm not very judgmental. I would dance with anyone. I don't care. I'll dance with you in a damn wheelchair because shit. <laughs> the fuck like i'll dance with you like i'm not you know i'm very free-spirited so right. when i go to the club i will make a friend in a heartbeat one especially once the liquor comes in you then you need to go there's two places so so 20 no 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 2020 but 2020 list goes list right mm-hmm. you're not going to greensboro unless you got to go there for family okay mm-hmm. here's what you're gonna do you're going to go mm-hmm. to vegas mm-hmm don't party in Atlanta. Atlanta's weird. Atlanta's weird. Really? Atlanta's weird. I would. I have family. I will never go to Atlanta to party. Ever. I will. I don't. I don't want to go at all. Why? I don't even want to go. I've to, been there, but I've. I was. I don't um, even want to go to invest. I think I was still in my. I think I was still twenty years old. I don't remember because I, I know I went. Stand Atlanta. I went twice. Now the first time I no. I only went once. I'm lying. And I went, but it was for family, um, per se. Like, it was more so I was in a suburb area. So, I didn't really get to do as much. And I was only out there for, like, three days. So, it was just that. But I didn't really get to, like, explore Atlanta the way I wanted to. So, um, but I've been told, like, Atlanta is just, like... That's why. And then, like, you know, a lot of people from New York moved to Atlanta. It's whack. It's whack. It's whack. It's whack. I'm telling you, it's whack. Just don't even bother. Whack. It's whack. Damn. It's whack. You've been there, but you... Whack. It's okay. horrible. <laughs> Why you... Wait, it's you, horrib- you were told? It, it is horrible. Mm. Atlanta partying is horrible. They have no idea what they're doing out there. It mm. is really awkward to party in Atlanta. You What, the dance The clubs moves? are awkward. The social interactions are extremely awkward. Mm. How to get in the clubs is even weird. Mm-hmm. The pat downs are weird. Mm. It's it's I don't like Atlanta. 
I don't like. I'm serious. I don't like Atlanta. I don't like Atlanta. I can't even. I can't even go and get a pizza at one o'clock in the morning because everything is closed. Every, but it's not. But that's the sad part. They're yeah, not that's closed. Every, they're just open. They're just open. Just to be open. Just to be open. Mm, that's stupid because. But then they tell Green, you. But in Greensboro, in Greensboro, they'll tell me like. Um, they're closed, like or they're or they're closing or whatever the case may be. So I don't know. But it's a it's really weird. I can't do Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, next month I'm gonna be at Miami, so I'm gonna see how that works. Oh, see, you going to where everybody and their mama go? That's a. But I'm going the, to. But I'm going to Miami. I'm going to Miami during the Art Basel festival. So the Art Basel. So festival, you might you might have fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've never been to Miami, but I just know everybody and their mama have been to Miami. Yeah, so Miami, like, Miami. I, I it's like going to Jamaica Avenue. Wow. Damn, we relegated Miami to Jamaica Avenue. I mean, it's the truth. It's like going we, to we, Jamaica we, Avenue. We, we so really relegated like Miami to Jamaica Avenue. Um, that's sad. Well, hey, I mean, that's what happens when everybody and their mama go. You be seeing their mama, their grandma, their great grandma, their uncles, their aunties. Have you ever wanted to go to Carnival in Miami? I have, but at the same time, I don't because it's too fucking ratchet out there. I don't got time for that. I'd rather go out there (laughs) where, because if I go out there, I'm going to see too many people I know. I'm like, Dan, you here too? Oh, shit, I might see my mom as well because she, well, she wouldn't go, but damn, it's like it's so many people that you might bump it to somebody that you know. The whole South Side, Jamaica, Queens, and Brooklyn, and my, all, so all my of bo- that. My boy went one time, right? So mm-hmm. he went, and there's a there's a club, there's a strip club. I forgot. I think it's Onyx. see. That's where we talking about strip clubs. So there's a. Club. I ain't never been to a strip club, but a strip. Club You've never been to one. I have to go to one. I think I really want to go to one for my birthday. Wait, hold on. Time out. Wait, time out. Time out. You've never been to. I've never been to a strip club. When I was actually about to really go to one, it was for my cousin's birthday. Holy! I was. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. Hold on. You're trying to process this. You've never been. I've to, never been to a strip club. You've never been to a strip club, male or female, like nope. male strippers. You've never been. Nope. Female strippers. Mm. Strippers. Female strippers. You've never been. Nope. I've never been to a strip club. I plan on going to one, but I've never been. Wait, what what has stopped you from going? Cause one, I'm cheap, and I know if I throw all that money on the floor, I'm gonna pick it right the back, back the fuck up. You're gonna lose your mind. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you you say that now, mm-hmm. you're going to lose your god given fucking mind mm-hmm. because you're gonna be sitting there thinking like, yo, this woman is working her ass off mm. for my. Do- you have to go. I'm gonna go. I'm definitely gonna go. I just have to go, like. What kind of okay? Wow. I have to go to a good one. First of all, I ain't going to no male one because honestly, I feel like the female one is better. And um. So you don't want to see you don't want to see naked guys like I don't want to see their penis sweaty in balls in my face. Okay. I feel like the female one is more lit. Everybody has more fun there. Yeah, and women are better. I feel like the women are better. I mean, and I've heard this from a lot of people. Like you know. It's just a simple fact that I've never been. I mean, because I was actually about to go to one. I was, but I was only twenty years old at the time. Oh, it was explain. my cousin's birthday. Um, we got there, and she thought that it was eighteen and older. She didn't even know the age, but she heard, you know, that it was eighteen and older. So okay. we went. The guy was like, "Up, oh, you can't get in. You ain't twenty one." Like, fuck, man. So I had to take an Uber all the way you didn't back have a home. Fa- you didn't. You, you didn't have a fake ID. Nah, I never, I never thought about like doing that. I just, just like fuck it. Like <laughs> I'm not. You, you didn't know. slide. You didn't slide him an extra twenty. Like look. No. Look. No. Cause the, that type of bodyguard was the type where he he would take the twenty and still not let you in. Like I had, he was being I had, an asshole. I had a very fucked up time. At the first time I ever went to a strip club, I went to Sin City. Okay, where is that? At? In Vegas? That's a, no, that's in that's in that's in the Bronx. 
Oh hell no! You done went to the Bronx. Yeah, no, it was just, oh, it nah, was it nah, was the nah, most nah, psychotic. Nah, you went to the fucking Bronx. I'm the, sorry for the people who is from the Bronx, but I'm nah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It was the most psychotic. I will night. go to any strip club, but the fucking Bronx. No, 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 no. no. Sin City mm-hmm. was a pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. You had to make that. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was arguably one of the greatest strip clubs you'd mm-hmm. ever like experience in your life. So. I went there for my cousin's bachelor party, mm-hmm. and um, it was a really good. It was a really good vibe. It was fucking sick. Somebody had a fight. I got pat down by a female um wow. security guard. She grabbed my dick and slightly jerked me off. <laughs> <laughs> How did that feel? Did that? Feel I've like? never felt more violated in my life. Mm-hmm. And I remember she she grabbed it and she said, "Yo, I think you're packing." And I'm like, excuse me? And she's like, yeah, I think you're packing. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, is this his first time? So my cousin looks like an idiot. And he's like, yeah, this is his first time. So mm-hmm. she goes and she starts playing with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting pat down. And then I pay $20. But that's sexual is fucking assault. Yeah, it is. You could have sued her. I could have. But, but you're a man. But you I wasn't going to. Shit. I was not going you to. You love that fucking shit. You Let me tell like, you something. Girl, touch I, touch that it again. Is, that is one you place. Were like, you were like, touch it again. I'm telling you straight up. If you had a hundred dollars mm-hmm. within a matter of three hours, mm-hmm. you're gonna lose a hundred and eighty dollars mm-hmm. very fast. Mm-hmm. You're going to the ATM because you're having a great time. You know what? Fuck that. I'm gonna talk to your friends and we're gonna take <laughs> you to your show. I'm you're gonna My give me your friends and I have not planned yet to go to the strip club. I don't know why, but I think like we've always talked about it, but we actually never made the plan to go. But I think I definitely would want to go. I might actually go next year for my birthday, but the thing is, for my birthday next year, I was yeah. planning on going away. Wait, wait, um, okay, but now, so we we've talked about like um, we talked about like mad shit. At we point. have, but, but <laughs> what, where where do you want to go away to? Um, I actually want to do like a four day cruise. Um, I'm trying to depict on what I want to do. I'm not too sure yet because I have another cruise that I I'm actually trying to go to in April. So I don't know if it's gonna be back to back, but um, it's just that I don't know. I would want to go to strip. I just have to find a good one because listen, don't I'm worry not, about it. I'm I not got- going to. I'm not going to listen. And I don't mean this. Oh, you don't want to go to a ratchet one. No, I want to go to a ratchet one. <laughs> you I want to go to the big booty shaking ones. I, I got can't, you. Say I'm not, I'm no, not no, going no, 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 no. We're gonna search it on Google. <laughs> I'm not going. I, I don't want to go to no strip club where. You ain't got no ass. I want to go to a strip club where all I see is bam, 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 bam. Like, I want to be like, yeah. You want to go? I want to. I want to pay a fucking stripper's rent money. Okay, like. boom. You want to go? I can know. I know a club. Mm-hmm. My boy went there. He ordered Coronas all night because he said mm-hmm. ordering drinks is too expensive. This mm-hmm. dude comes out and says, "Yo, he spent. He he came in. He said, look, V, I got a hundred dollars." You got to make sure I only spend $100. I said, all right, say less. Okay. You know how much we spent? Over 100 We spent $600. <laughs> see, that's the problem. I'm very cheap. So if I go to the strip club and I see how much money the you're strippers gonna, you're is gonna, making. Gonna, no, 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 no. You're no, going to no. throw if, it. Listen, listen, listen. This is funny. Okay. If you, if I go to the strip club and I see how much the strippers is making, I'm about to join them fucking motherfuckers. You're, I'm telling I'm you. I'm going to join them because you know be what? Because so, I be want... Cause I want my fucking rent paid, so you know what? Now I'm about to join y'all fucking asses, no, and I'm be... going to shake it and drop it like it's hot. Y'all better throw all the fucking money at me. I take checks, money, orders, pennies, dimes, whatever you fucking got. <laughs> I want you to fucking throw the shit at me and keep it the fuck moving. You're gonna because be... listen, all that money that these strippers be making out here, I'm about to join that shit. I swear to you, if I would, I would own a strip club. I'm sorry, I've been talking about this for years. That you want to own that I. Because I feel like strip clubs is fun. I'm a fun. Okay, so person. before we before we got this podcast started, you said that you wanted to talk about strippers and bartenders. Okay, I think this is the most beautiful segue that we could have made strippers possible. Strippers and bartenders. But so, you have a dream of owning a strip club? Not a dream. I just like I don't know. It's just something I just always thought about. I don't really necessarily know if that's something I would do. You should do that. But if I did, I would make that shit lit as possible. Wings. <laughs> unlimited wings for 24 as long as you as, as long as you are there you're gonna get served wings food is don't worry about the food don't worry about the food because the food is gonna be served non-stop because the thing is the drunker you get 
the if more you, money the more, you're going to get. And the hungrier you are. Yeah. Let me tell you, I've been drunk and that's <laughs> and I have been hungry Mad more times. than ever. When right. I'm not when I'm not drunk, I'm hungry, but I'm not as hungry as I am when I'm drunk. Right. And then on top of that, when I'm drunk, I spend more money and I don't even realize that fucking shit. I be at the bar like, yeah. Yeah, huh? Another one. Can I get another Patron Margarita? Can I get another fucking uh, rum punch? Like, I'm swear to you, the Halloween party I went to. Right. I ordered about three, four, five drinks. Okay. I mean, I don't even. <laughs> I said three or four, five, you're getting, whatever. You're getting lit. Uh, yeah. This one right here, New York City Gentleman Club. Okay. We're gonna take you. Is that a black one? Yes, it is. Not to sound racist, but no, I'm no, just no, saying, no, no, like, no, no. I, I support my people. I know you do. I know so you do. I know saying. you do. I know you do. I know you want to see. <laughs> I know you want to see thickums out there. I listen. Like I support that because I'm a thickums. I'm a thick girl, and I want to see you the thick girls shake it, twirl exactly. it, do you, what you gotta do, cock up a split. I don't care. You know, you want to see. You want to. But see I'm thick definitely. Girls. All I'm saying this. All I'm saying. Right. Is that say what you say. Get it off your chest. I'm going to join them. So I might have two jobs. I'm going to be what I am and I'm going to be a stripper on the side because think, these strippers be getting tax free money. I think you could. I think you I, could, but, I think you I think you'd be really successful as a stripper. I, oh, my God. Thank you. That was like a wonderful comment. Yeah, you, you I, make honest, money. I, really? You make you money. Are, wow. You make money. I think you I should money. be a bartender. I think you no. If you if you really want to make the money, you should be a bartender. <laughs> you see this shit? He's encouraging me to be a fucking stripper. I, what I'm encouraging you? What I'm encouraging? No, 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 no. What I'm I encouraging? Am someone's daughter. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Telling me. What I'm encouraging you to do is I'm encouraging you to take care of a financial opportunity mm-hmm. that is awarded to very few individuals in this world. And what I'm saying is, is that we live in a capitalist society and within the society, there are rules that are being delegated to us folk mm-hmm. who have to abide by them. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be successful in a capitalist society, mm-hmm. you need to put yourself and your attributes out there. Mm-hmm. I think you have enough attributes for you to make it as a bartender in, in a strip club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once you've acquired enough of assets, you can then flip those assets to do something more mm-hmm. like real estate, like another business I mean, you have or, a- or maybe you want to own a strip club of your would own. You own a strip club. Um, I would own a burlesque house. I wouldn't own a strip club. I would own a burlesque. Oh, okay. I get you. Are right, you a little more on the bougie side? You ain't hood. Right. I would. Mm. I would. <laughs> bougie. Listen, I would, I would, all I'm saying is if I had a strip club, right. men. Y'all could come get y'all haircuts. Y'all could come eat wings, unlimited wings, crab legs, all of that. Don't, don't, don't. Um, stop talking. Because that's a great business idea. Stop talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Stop talking. Stop talking. Right, the right. way, the way, the way that you just broke that down. All right. You know, like people can get stripped. Like get, <laughs> let like, me let cuts. me not say my business idea, but yeah, definitely yeah, 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 if, yeah, I, yeah, if stop, it comes, stop, just, stop. just that was know. smart. Stop. That was like <laughs> that was beyond smart. Oh man. No stop. So so we're gonna do the strip club. Okay, we're gonna do the strip club. All right, so 2020, the plan the is the plan is to go to a fucking strip club, and then after that, you're gonna eat so much fucking food. <laughs> That's just that. That's the plan. And you know what? The plan is okay. The limit is the amount that you spend six hundred dollars. I ain't <laughs> spending six hundred. Listen, I'm picking that shit back the fuck up. They ain't gonna see shit. I'm gonna drop it here, pick it back up real fast. Don't do that. Put it back in my pocket. I'm Don't sorry. Do that. No, that, support that, that girl. Okay, I'm gonna take out a, I'm gonna take out a hundred dollars, and that's exactly how Support much I'm gonna throw. I'm the bar the bartender you can stiff a little bit. The bartender I can stiff a little bit, but I can because guys at are gonna the guys are gonna the guys are gonna the guys are gonna front on the bartender. Well, they're not gonna front. The guys are gonna floss on the bartender. I mean, it's, but 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 um, the girls that that's actually sitting there working, 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 mm-hmm. don't stiff them. They're no, working. I wouldn't stiff them, but I actually, in all honesty. People can say whatever they want about strippers, but I actually respect strippers. And the reason why I respect, I respect all strippers, sex workers. the reason, well, I respect strippers because one, it takes a lot of work to learn how to twirl around that fucking pole. I said, you cock had up a fucking split, no idea. Uh, shake your ass good to the point where niggas is like, or and niggas, freaking females is like, yeah, huh, yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your rent is paid. 
And then sometimes it's a slow ass night. I mean, learn from Cardi B herself. She even said it. It's not fucking easy. It's still a fucking job at the end of the day, regardless if I'm butt ass naked. At the end of the day, I still have a fucking job. The best part about being a stripper is that it's tax fucking free. Ain't no taxes taking out your fucking paycheck and shit. They don't even get a paycheck. They just get cash. Straight fucking cash. Exactly. And I mean, like... When it comes to workers of the of of the community that is in the um that is in the adult entertainment community, mm-hmm. uh, be it porn stars, be it strippers, mm-hmm. hell, even be it people who um supply you with toys, they supply you with knowledge, support these individuals. This fucking um this industry is billions and billions and billions of dollars have been invested inside of this industry. Support them. Believe in them. They're out there making your sex life Mm -hmm. 20 times better. Mm -hmm. They're giving you knowledge on how to experiment with your partner. Mm -hmm. They're giving you knowledge on how to create a better lasting relationship. Hell, they're giving Mm -hmm. you knowledge on how how to sexually satisfy your partner. So I think when it comes to that aspect of your relationship when it comes to the sexual aspect okay. support those individuals okay so that's another question with sure. the relationship thing okay so there's a lot of debate um i've had before um with a couple of people that i used to work with i used to work at macy's so that's a good job um that was years ago <laughs> macy's okay sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just saying okay but um welcome that was like 2014, 2015, whatever. Good years. Year. Nah. Good years. So, okay. I act, we had asked, I had asked them a question. I said, would you allow your man to go to a strip club? A lot of them said no. What does he need to go to a strip club for? Because you're now, not a stripper. I had a situation where, you know, someone I was dating at the time wanted to go to a strip club. And I was a little skeptical about it like I didn't want him to go but at the same time I'm like alright you know they ain't, you ain't taking him home so that's my question for you as a dude like sure. would you if if you wanted to go to a strip club mm-hmm. and the person you're with is like I don't want you to go I mean would you I'm gonna go you're gonna go I'm good okay so let me ask you this what if you're with someone and like you say, okay, let's go to the strip club, and they like, I don't want to go with you. Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Sh-. But you want to like make it fun with your partner, and you're like, come on, let's go to the strip club. Like, let's have fun. I will respect the fact that my partner don't want to go mm-hmm. because but, right. at the end of the day, that's their comfortability. That's their exactly. comfortability exactly. involved in that. Right. If, if but like, how would you like? Okay, so. Sure. My thing is, I feel like going to a strip club with your partner is actually very fun. And I've been told this um, by numerous people. Like, it's very fun because it's like a it's like a different side of you both. It's like, wow, like this is like, I don't know how to Once explain you, it. I just not- you know what it is? A lot of women are afraid. Here's the thing that a lot of women need to, to come up with. Mm-hmm. They need to develop when it comes to if they're dating a hater, like heterosexual male. Mm-hmm. Um... You're not the only woman that he's ever going to find attractive. That's my thing. You're he's not the only man that you're ever going to find attractive. Bingo. So and he he's go. fully he's fully oh, there is someone that is out there that will literally make you stop in your tracks. Exactly. And make you stop breathing because that person is that attractive to you. I mean, don't get me wrong, like at the end of the day, it's human nature. Even if you are a married person, you're still gonna look. Bingo. Like you're still gonna look and I mean That's it doesn't just mean what that it you is. want the person. It just means like, damn, okay, he look good or damn he she look good. Like that's it. That's what it it's is. It's human nature. It's- even you might even do a little flirting and you may not even know that you're flirting, but you might be actually doing it because it's just it's human, human nature. nature and you can't and, and don't you, get me wrong i mean when i was a little younger i used to think of it as nah that's not cool but as the older i get it's like it's it's human nature it is what it is honestly it's human nature and 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 i think 
what ends up happening is that when women but there are some women that are so insecure, insecure that they don't even want you having a female friend they don't, hell they don't even want you talking to your own damn sister if you had one so, the, so <laughs> that's how that's insecure a fact. they are that's a sad fact that's how, and they, oh, so you care about your sister more than me that's your fucking sister, sister. So, so what I would say is I think the one you know this is why I think threesomes are healthy really okay yeah. that's a that's an interesting topic I, let me explain to me why do you think that threesomes are very interesting because you because okay let me ask you a question okay let's say you get into a relationship with an individual what's your biggest fear of that of that relationship what do you mean like what are you afraid what are you afraid if you trust this individual what are you afraid is going to happen just give me things you're afraid that can happen. Um, the only thing that I would be afraid of is losing their trust. And it has nothing to do with infidelities. It's just other things. Okay. You know, my thing is in a relationship, after some time, you do want to spice it up. It, it's the same thing as a marriage. Okay. You want to spice it up. Okay. So whatever y'all are into, you know, keep it private and right. just do it. Go for it. Don't be scared because at the end of the day, you'll look back and be like, wow, you'll remember that. We did like right. <laughs> that she was, was wild, crazy. girl. She was crazy, right? And then we start thinking about it and shit. We get horny right. and do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but but you know. other but for for most people, their biggest fear is mm-hmm. my partner cheated on me. Okay, so the cheating part, I don't, I don't. You're not I, afraid of that. I'm not afraid of it, but at the same time, I don't condone it. No, 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 no. But no. I'm not afraid of it because my thing is. If you want to be in a relationship, you know you have to be committed. You chose to be in this relationship as well as I did. So if you want to go out and cheat, you know, <laughs> whatever happens in the dark will come to the light. Bingo. Here's my, my thing. thing is, sure. with cheating, my thing is, why waste your time being in a relationship? Unless, That's unless it. the person that you're with has drove you to the point where you like, I'm fucking sick of this fucking bitch or I'm sick of this nigga. Like, I'm sick of... I'm you're sick, sick of, of everything. I'm sick of everything. She complains or he nags or she does this or he like I you have it. it's the satisfaction. I get it. I get that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. The thing is, right? The biggest fear that someone can have mm-hmm. is that somebody is cheating. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now when they're cheating, right? You're looking at it like, yo, this person has cheated, they mm-hmm. violated me, they did all of this stuff. What are you thinking in the back of your mind? Damn, how could they just violate somebody? How, listen, boy, how could they just be with somebody as intimate as, as they were with me? Mm-hmm. You know, this is a violation of trust. I don't want to see that. When you have a threesome with someone, when you, okay. hold on, let me finish. Mm-hmm. When you have a threesome with someone, mm-hmm. when you see somebody interacting with someone else as passionately as they interact with you, what ends up happening is. All of that fear or notion of, yo, I can't believe this person is violating our trust goes right out the window. Mm-hmm. Because you're watching what you feared. Mm-hmm. You're literally seeing exactly what you were worried about. And you don't have to be worried about it anymore. Because you've seen it. They've done it right in your face. Once you've seen that, all of that fear of, I wonder... Damn, is he fucking her like this? Are they doing it like that? What are they doing? Why are they doing it? Like, all of that is gone. For men, the biggest fear a man can have whenever he realizes that he's been cheated on was, it's not even that if she loved me. It's, was the other guy better than me? That's what I don't understand. Like, why do y'all fear about the guy being better? Because once the guy is better... It's already embedded in your brain. Mm, okay, you that that individual head. can give you right. so much satisfaction that I can never achieve. Well, that I can't achieve at mm-hmm. this moment in time. You have a point. I mean, it's the same thing with the female. We might think, okay, you cheated on me, so what's her sex? So better? boom. So when you see us, was, in a, was her was her? So when you better? see us, when you see us in a threesome, and you actually look at it, mm-hmm. you're looking at what your worst nightmare is. You have a point there, but at the same time, I think that if you actually did something like that with your partner, he actually might appreciate you more because of the simple fact that, one, you are letting him let out his fantasy. I mean, come on, you just spicing it up. Yeah, but, and, then, but some... and then you could learn. You could see what she doing that's 
turning him on and then you could say all right let me try something better but most women won't most see it women that. that won't see it that way they won't look at it from a competition or they won't look at it as a opportunity to sit there and learn this. I think that if you're good in the bed and you satisfy your partner and then you bring someone along that because honestly speaking, there's always going to be someone better than the other. Even if you are married to that person, the person that you've had um, sexual encounters with years ago before you yeah. were married to this new person here was yeah. probably way better than your wife. But yet it wasn't just the sex that attracted you to your wife. It was more than that. Yeah. There's always going to be someone better in bed. It's just, it happens. It's normal. You can ask plenty of married couples, okay, who is your best sex partner? It's and more please, than likely and, not the person they got married exactly. to. Please tell, and you have to tell them, tell the, tell the truth. Who was your best sex partner? Because it damn sure wasn't your wife. If it was your wife, you got to be, you had to be a virgin. I'm sorry. You were a virgin because there's no Wow, that's way. painful. Because you, you don't know until you've had enough of sex enough of sex to know okay <laughs> that person right there <laughs> damn shit because a lot of men remember who their best sex partner was i'm yeah. sorry it's the truth they have a whole long history down okay it was brenda Letitia, keisha whatever right. like DMA. but brenda brenda Ooh. head game crazy brenda head game lisa ass yep. tits yep. keisha t- damn everything everything was crazy <laughs> everything. i was in love with keisha that's not right here keisha could do no wrong keisha in my eyes no keisha could rob a but bank keisha, and i'd be like but keisha was something that you didn't see as a marriage material so but, then so then so then let me ask you another question then. okay so then i think I think what ends up getting people caught up in marriages that they that they necessarily don't need to be in mm-hmm. is that they focus too much on the gratification of what they get back mm-hmm. as opposed of looking at a partner for exactly what they can provide. Yeah. And, and so I don't want to put it in a way where it's like... Mm-hmm. It, it sounds really gold diggerish. So what you mean like financially? I'm marrying providing? I'm marrying you because you provide a type of lifestyle that, that I, I wanna, want. That I want. I as opposed of marrying you because I have a genuine attraction. Right. I mean, I spoke on marriage a little bit earlier, but I can't really say too much because I'm not married. But I would definitely say for those who are married, they could probably answer the question better because they they are married. But I mean, as far as that, I mean, there are some people who marry for the wrong things. There are some people who marry for business wise. Do you think it? Do you think it's wise to marry because somebody can provide your needs? Um, I think it's part of it, but I don't think that should be the main reason why you're marrying. You should marry the person because you love them because you want to spend the rest you, of your life if, with them. But what if your love is based off of what they can provide? If it's based off what they can provide, then you shouldn't even be marrying them in the first place. At that point, like you said, you're being a gold digger. You're only marrying them for one thing and one thing only, which is their money, which is what they got in their pockets. But what, if they, marrying, will, but what if they come up with like, yo, this guy's sweet. This guy talks to me sweet. This guy's like planning a future then that for me. Means, then that means that they might have some interest in them. But at the same time, they still going for that one thing. I mean, I don't mm. know, because there are plenty of people who have married someone who they're not in love with and they ended up cheating on with with their wives or their you know their spouses with somebody else that they actually might like more they might fall hard more for hard for more than the person they're with i mean i don't know there are people who have been together for years married for years and not satisfied with their partner because you know what happens in the beginning of a marriage it's that honeymoon phase. Oh, straight it's up. that, and that's like a relationship. It's yes, I love him. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my that god. That person oh my god. can't and do And then no after wrong. a while, after a while, it becomes oh, I can't stand. But that's a part of marriage. But what a, the the best thing about marriage is that you can you can fix it. You can you know the um the problem is that in this generation. You know, once things go left, that's when it's like, oh, divorce. Not even trying to, you know, work it out. Not even trying right. to say, all right, well, let's just let's just see what's the what's, what's the, the vibe. Yeah, let's just see what we can do. Let's see what we can build. Exactly. Let's see what we can develop. Right. I don't think people. I don't think. Oh man, 
We just jumped back on marriage so smooth. We just talked about marriage. This is a good podcast. This is pretty. This, this is, is pretty, pretty interesting. Pretty. What would you say? Very attractive. Very no no, no very very attractive. Extremely <laughs> oh, attractive in podcast. Um, I just feel like with marriage, it's a very um. That's a very like, you know, mixy topic because it's so many opinions. Because you know what, you want to marry because you want. You want your future to be better. That's true. But at the same time, you're marrying someone that, like, if you gotta find reasons, like... But do you believe in marriage? I think that answers no, by the way, your facial expression is. You definitely don't believe in marriage, do you? No, you don't. No, 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 no. That's a very... No, 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 no. I don't, no I, don't, I don't like that question. I don't like that question. But would you... Do you see yourself getting married years from now? Or no? Or do you see yourself just being in a long-term relationship with that one person and that's For that? a very long time. I'm going to be very honest with you. Okay. My father... Mm-hmm. Died at a very... My father died when I was at a very young age. My okay. father died when I was 12. Okay. So... Most of my formative and mm-hmm. adult years, mm-hmm. I've grown up in a single family household. Okay. Okay. So you're used to that. I'm very used to. So you're not used to a two parent home. I'm. I've. I've only experienced a two family home for twelve years. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not a long time to experience a two family home. Mm-hmm. So, growing up, I've always thought of myself of having a child with a woman mm-hmm. and then the child would come live with me i don't think you should think like that i i, I shouldn't but for a very long time that's what i thought of mm. that the child would come live and stay with me and then that be the case um do i see myself getting married i don't I know think you I, I i i think i would make I think, I think you would i think you would have a very interesting marriage I feel like you would just have to meet someone who's kind of like on your level. Well, I mean, I, 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 I like you know. I mean, but you never know. My you current, my current, you don't never... my current, my current partner is is pretty on point, and she, she, she's there, mm-hmm. and I love her. Mm-hmm. But the the concept of marriage is something that's very it's not foreign but it's like mm-hmm. it's hard mm-hmm. because it's really like like people underestimate the fucking work mm-hmm. it's not about the thing about marriage is it's not about it's not about walking down the aisle it's okay. like it's like August it's like when it's August 27th and I don't feel like cooking and I'm looking at you and I'm like can you just please make me something to eat and you get an attitude cuz you don't feel like cooking. Mm-hmm. How do we how do we go through that? It's okay. It's, it's it's March it's March 27th and I get home late from working and I had a really fucked up day. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I want to do is just run into your arms and just cry. <laughs> you want to cry? Yeah. Okay. And how will you take me when I want to when I when I want to be vulnerable to you? That's that's marriage. Marriage is it's December second, and mm-hmm. there's a financial opportunity for me to take advantage of, but I got to consult with you first oh, to get right. money out to say like, look, I think this would be a good move, and mm-hmm. you fight me tooth and nail on it. Mm-hmm. That's marriage. Marriage is a very heavy topic. I don't really know too much about, like I said, because I'm not married myself. Um, but, you know, I definitely do see your point and I definitely understand your whole concept of it. But I can't really answer too much questions as far as with marriage. All I can say is that I feel like definitely in this generation, a lot of marriages I've seen are not taken seriously the vows are not being taken serious. I feel like if it was like in the olden days, it would be much better. But, you know, things change. Time moves forward and you just go with it. Um, You know, to whoever else, to whoever is planning on getting married or is married, just 
keep it like that. Just get married. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't let nothing stop you from it. If you feel like you have met your soulmate, then don't let it go. Just keep it. That's it. I mean, <laughs> I've talked so damn much. I don't even know what else to say. <laughs> On that note, Jasmine, tell the people where they can find you at. Oh wait! Oh, I'm shouting myself out. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little, a little tipsy. Okay, well, you could follow. <laughs> Stop! You making me laugh. <laughs> you could follow me on Instagram underscore kiss my pretty. That's K I S S M A P R E E. Oh, ooh, sorry. Underscore K I S S M A, and then it's pretty. If you know how to spell pretty, that is P R E T T Y. All right, so you can follow me on Instagram, and that's it. You know, boom. Ew, Shwanee <laughs> Oh crap. Okay. <laughs> and I am your host, Video Only Letter for the All That Sexy Podcast. I just want to thank you so much for listening in. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank you so much for being a part of this experience. Thank you so much for being part of this ride. And and, 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 and just remember, uh, most of all, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thank you so much. I love you and I appreciate you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the All That Sexy Podcast. Again, I think I said it. I'm pretty sure I said it. Well, it doesn't matter. You guys love me anyway. You can find me on all social media platforms at V-T-H-E-O-N-L-Y-L-E-T-T-E-R on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You already know all that shit. You can also follow the podcast on the same social media platforms and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes, new insight, new intellect, and of course, new debauchery on SoundCloud. Links will be posted to all respective platforms. I love you all from the middle of my heart, like right at the left atrium, like in that little area. That's where I love this. Please like, share, and subscribe. And remember, stay sexy. You don't want to waste one Girl, you know you got the remedy yeah, 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 yeah. And baby, you and I make synergy yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can see it in your eyes Ooh, shorty, I can see it in your eyes